This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. I just gave you what amounts to as an exclusive story in the English-speaking world, a Pacamama event of enthronement and rejection of the gospel truth of Christ has taken place recently in South America, done with the full knowledge and cooperation of a country's bishops' conference and an entire regional bishops' conference. That story came and then went with no reporting in the English-speaking Catholic world, but was made publicly known by the work and diligence of a group of Catholic laymen who were, well, outraged by what they saw. I now have an update. Those same Catholic laymen but managed to get an internationally known major Catholic outlet to publish an open letter rebuking the actions of the cardinals and bishops involved, though the English-speaking world is still not reporting it. And amazingly enough, though, one of the cardinals actually responded to their criticism. I have that story for you today in a rare update about a Pacamama event, an actual pushback for that event, for once anyway, which rarely happens since the church in our time just seems to love that demon so much that the successors of the apostles cannot just stop themselves and the laity from venerating the demon in public acts that can only be described as pagan idolatry of the worst kind. If you're not familiar with the story, I recently featured a Pacamama ritual that was conducted by the South and Central American Bishops' Conference, featuring prayers for ancient pre-Christian so-called deities, including, by name, the Pacamama demon and her consort demon, the Pacapapa. The cardinals involved have claimed this was done as an act of enculturation. Now, if you're not familiar with the concept of enculturation, it is the concept of letting some traditional practices local to a specific peoples that do not conflict with the faith remain and even have a place to some degree in parish and the diocesan life of the locals. But that's never included the adoration of the demons the locals served before they became Catholic. Often it took the form of artwork and things of that nature. It, it certainly never included bowing to their false deities or honoring the creeds that they espoused. I'll get to the response to the criticism the Cardinal received in a few minutes. A Catholic layman in the area emailed me to let me know about the Pacamama event a few weeks ago. And that result of that email was a video I, that you've seen by now, I hope. And even before my video on that event was made known, he wrote an open letter to the Panamanian Episcopal Conference and the American and Caribbean Episcopal Council, the two groups who were most principally responsible for the event. And that letter was published, amazingly enough, by a major Catholic outlet, Info Vaticana. I have the letter for you here with the permission of the authors. I'll have the response from one of the cardinals mentioned in the letter after the text. So yes, here's the full text of that letter, and you can hear, read it for yourself at my website, returntotradition.org. Dear Panamanian Episcopal Conference and Latin American and Caribbean Episcopal Council, we write to you through this letter to express our serious indignation with the events that occurred during the seventh symposium of Indian theology, Holy Spirit, and Original Peoples that took place from October 3rd to the 8th, 2022. In particular, we refer to the Mayan rite that took place on October 5th, 2022, in the morning hours at the Monte Alverna Spiritual Retreat House, which was carried out without prior notice or promotion of the same to the Catholic parishioners of this country. This event was broadcast via YouTube that day under the title, Live Broadcast of the Panamanian Episcopal Conference. It is an aggravating circumstance that he had the assistance of three cardinals, who were Cardinal Felipe Erismendi, Cardinal Jose Luis Lacunza, and Cardinal Alvaro Ramazzini. 
These types of rights are not acceptable according to what the church has always taught and continues to be as part of the deposit of faith transmitted by the apostles faithfully until our times by divine mandate of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the perennial assistance of the Holy Spirit. Our Lord Jesus Christ said clearly and with authority in John 14 verse 6 that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. This particular verse shows us that Jesus is the only way to get to the Heavenly Father. This should be a reason for us to go out and evangelize, to bring souls to the Catholic Church so that they know the only truth that exists. See Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 to 20. The teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ, faithfully exposed by the Holy Mother Catholic Church, are immutable and cannot change in any way, but they can be deepened, as St. Vincent Larens, who is a doctor of the church, said in, quote, the same science in the same sense and with the same sentence. See Supreme Decree 3020. We end by reaffirming this truth of faith that what is said in the Holy Scriptures in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, quote, Jesus Christ yesterday and the same today, also for all centuries. Professing this truth of faith, we as faithful are going to defend the truth in the face of such an insult with a pagan right that contradicts the main mission of the Catholic Church, which is the salvation of souls. Since through that Mayan right, an act that is not Catholic, the first commandment of the law of God is violated, and different affirmations are uttered that directly contradict the teaching of the Church. The first commandment makes it clear that we must love God above all things which therefore idolatry, superstition, or worshiping something other than Almighty God, as has been infallibly revealed in Holy Scriptures and has been proclaimed by the Church, is prohibited. See Exodus chapter 20, verses 3 to 6, the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X, etc. For centuries, Holy Mother Church has taught us who is the one we adore and how we should adore him, following the provisions of the apostolic tradition that is guided by the Holy Spirit. In this right, it is clearly stated in the first minutes of the live broadcast that it is a, quote, Mayan right. And this type of right is classified as an attack against the first commandment of the law of God because the most holy is not being worshipped. Trinidad, nor is it being worshipped properly. Therefore, it is not Catholic and should not be practiced. Another aspect mentioned several times during the Mayan ritual was that, quote, God, mother and father was invoked to refer to some superior deity to ask for his blessing or help. This is a syncretism with pantheistic beliefs without any basis in the perennial theology of Holy Mother Church and constitutes a direct insult to the Holy Trinity for misrepresenting this incomprehensible mystery that is central to the Catholic faith. The ancient belief of the Mayans had that the conception that there were several gods and some were feminine and others masculine. This is diametrically away from the knowledge imparted by our Lord from which it is necessary to be saved. Saying that God is mother, father, leads to a confusion that calls into question all the magnificent teachings of the fathers of the church, where they develop the infallible knowledge that we have about God the Father and the Holy Trinity. No saint has dared to contradict what our Lord Jesus Christ said on many occasions, that he has a father, but not a, quote, mother father, who is simply not Catholic. See again the Catechism of St. Pius X. At the beginning of the ritual, an individual describes what is placed in the center of the crowd on earth, and this is the focus point for the entire Mayan ritual. 
there is a certain book called the Popol Vuh is placed, which is the sacred book of the Mayans, said by the same person who was speaking. This book is a polytheistic pagan book and has nothing remotely close or connected to the holy revelation given by God in the Bible and in the apostolic tradition. It is a book full of strange figures, living sacrifices, worship of fictional gods, among other elements that are totally opposed to the Catholic faith. It is not possible that a Catholic can be in a rite where this book is admired or placed in a place of honor for the reasons previously cited, as well as affirming what is said in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, verses 21 to 22, and 2 Corinthians, verse 6, and chapters or verses 15 to 16, where the apostles make it clear that idolatry and paganism is contrary to the fidelity that we must have with God, and these acts can unleash his wrath. Pacamama, of which there are many conceptions or ways to explain this false demon in the various ancient beliefs of Latin America. We are obliged to reject this pagan thing because it directly opposes and collides with what was previously stated about idolatry and paganism. We defend, again, the truth of faith that does not come from the Holy Trinity or any other figure that tries to take the adoration and glory due only to our Lord Jesus Christ. Lastly, it is a disastrous act that several obeisances have been given to the Son as if it were a deity to whom we owe honor or veneration. This in itself is evidence enough that this ritual voluntarily distances itself both as a whole and in detail from what the Catholic Church has infallibly taught, and at the same time constitutes an abominable act in the sight of Almighty God. See again the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X. So much sacrifice on the part of holy confessors, missionary martyrs, and religious faithful to go to evangelize, as said in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, with great zeal to bring out of darkness those who have not known the truth of the gospel. Unfortunately, these great heroes of the church are today being ignored, trampled on, and even mocked for the contradictory works that they commit with the open support of those who are supposed to defend these heroes and their exploits. What would St. Isaac Yogues think and his fellow martyrs, who were vilely harmed and and ended for evangelizing with the truth of Christ. What would St. Francis Xavier say? That he traveled to remote places to get the inhabitants out of error and lead them to know God. How would St. Patrick react when he directly confronted the Druid witches who wanted to end him for having brought several Irish tribes out of paganism? Finally, how would St. Justin act, who converted from false beliefs to accept the faith, and fought to defend it until he gave his blood for Christ Jesus. There is a sea of other holy martyrs and great missionaries that we can spend long hours talking about the epic that each one led to convert souls and proselytize in the way it has always been done. Truly the revelations of Our Lady of La Salette, Gwen Successo, and Fatima have become a palpable reality within the ecclesial hierarchy since there is no fear of God or divine wrath for strange rites where the devil was invoked. St. Paul, with his powerful warnings to keep the deposit of the faith, see the letter to Timothy, and his zeal to convert those who live in darkness of confusion to be brought to the light of God, have fallen on infertile ground where it does not germinate in the good seed. On the other hand, doctrinal deviation, irreverence, lack of sacredness with the Most Holy Trinity, acquiescence with the Most Holy Virgin Mary, and favor towards the anti-Catholic and revolutionary world do germinate in a mysterious way in that land.
In conscience, it is impossible for us to keep silence anymore, since our obedience is first with God, taking into account the judgment at the end of our lives, where the sentence will be given to us according to our actions. Following the call for attention in Isaiah 58, we must cry out with a voice of trumpet and openly denounce the crimes that have been committed against Almighty God, since for years the apostolic tradition has been trampled underfoot, and it is time to shout with a thousand tongues, as St. Catherine of Siena said, since because of our silence the world is rotten. We lay people from various sectors of Catholic population of this country raise our voices out of love for the Catholic, Apostolic, and Roman Church, who is our mother, and it is our duty to come out in her defense when she is attacked from both inside and outside. Sincerely, signed, and then the names of the authors, which are, if you're watching this on YouTube, are on your screen. All right, so the fact that that cardinal even responded was surprising. But remember, the bishops of South and Central America are almost all fully invested in making Catholics believe that adoration of the demon is just the locals venerating the Virgin Mary in some sort of act that is in keeping with local customs, which is ridiculous. It's on its face stupid. Later, after the original Pacamama event in Rome, the Vatican finally admitted that it wasn't the Virgin, but an ancient demonic deity, an idol representing mother earth and venerating or ad or adoring such things is in fact idolatry which they will never admit regardless of what any of the cardinals involved might tell you but again one of them actually did respond to that long letter his response is unfortunately typical and predictable and it was also published by info vaticana so from their article quote as a result of the publication of that letter by info vaticana a response issued by Cardinal Felipe Edismendi, Bishop Emeritus of San Cristobal de las Casas, Mexico, and General Coordinator of the Symposium, has reached our newsroom. Quoting the letter, quote, The Informa Information Service Info Vaticana, which does not depend on the Holy See, publishes today an open letter signed by four laypeople, in which it criticizes the Lord's Prayer that we celebrated in Panama on October 4th, Feast of St. Francis of Assisi, during the Seventh Symposium of Indian Theology on the Holy Spirit and the Original Peoples, he claims that pagan rites were performed in contradiction to our Catholic faith. This is totally false. That is to take the prayers and the rites out of context, affirms the Cardinal. According to the Cardinal, quote, The morning prayer of those days was organized with the lauds of the Catholic liturgy, but enculturating them in signs and symbols of our original peoples. Concepts and celebrations of these peoples were taken into account, not in a pagan sense, but giving them a fully Catholic sense. We celebrate with the Psalms and biblical readings, with the prayers of the Catholic liturgy. End quote. I'll remind you that the prayers in question invoke, quote, the blessing of God, mother and father, heart of heaven and heart of earth, which is syncretism, which is the meshing and melding of the Catholic faith with paganism. And that's been denounced all through the history of the church. This has happened in numerous places around the world, most notoriously with voodoo or Day of the Dead observances. The cardinal here is fully committed to the lie because he honestly believes it. This is the product of modernism, of the notion that you can find Christ in places outside the church and that our creeds have things they can teach the church. That is the byproduct of that. I'll have links to both the letter and the response to it from Cardinal, from the Cardinal in my show notes today at returntotradition.org. 
you should read them for yourself. I'm curious though what you think about this. Was the you know the lay, were the laymen the four laymen in question here right to publicly correct his bishop and to reach out to me to let me know about the Pacamama event? Are you surprised that the cardinal responded at all? Were you surprised in the slightest by his response? Will he ever be done talking about the Pacademon? It's been more than three years since it was enthroned in the Vatican, and one has to wonder if he'll ever be done talking about the infernal thing. Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As just sharing this on social media. That helps a lot as well. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.